My name is Humble Gray, and I am a Mississippi farmer. I'll tell you what, I'm going to do another review, all right, but today, today, it ain't a motion picture. No, sir, no siree, bub. Instead of that, I'm going to critique me a TV show. Now, you might think that a bit difficult, because I myself don't own one of those television sets. And the reason for that is, and this is a well-known fact, the cable companies use their wires to read your mind. So I won't have such truck in my home. But apparently my young friend Hank, he has no compunction over this, and he's got a great big old set in his house. Moreover, he said to me, he said, Farmer Gray, we are currently in a second golden age of television, so you should come on over and watch with us. Naturally, I had reservations, but I finally said okay. For as an old and childless man, I do count as well spent my time with his six-year-old daughter Ambrosia and his one-year-old toddler Amanda. So I go over and we start watching the young'uns on the sofa beside us, and this show comes on. And the title? Why, it goes by the name of Call Me Cat. Because it's all about this lady named a cat, short for Catherine, it seems. And get this, not only is her name Cat, but she's also got a lot of cats. Because she runs a cat cafe, ain't that something? Cat, K-A-T, and Cat, C-A-T. They've come together in this enterprise. It's like she had to open this business, you know what I mean? It's it's just a good thing her mama didn't name her Deadly Rattlesnake, because you can imagine that'd go south pretty quick. Anyway, this cat, K-A-T, she's got two workers in there, what's always up to tricks and fun, and when she's not trading quips with them, she's looking straight out from the television screen and talking even when there's nobody there. In the entertainment world, that's known as breaking the fourth wall, while in psychiatric circles, it's what you call schizophrenia. But at least when she's addressing us, she's very smilish and ingratiating. It's It's almost as if she were really, really eager for us to like her. Eager to the point of anxiety, in fact. Makes you want to shout right back at the television, We love you, even if you don't exactly mean it. You just don't want to see her upset, that's all. But fortunately for we, the audience, the jokes fly fast and furious. Like talking about her new kitty, she says, I think he's perfect. Get it? Because a cat purrs, and if it were to speak English, it would say perfect. Yes, sir. Of course, not all the humor is as sharp as that, but it's on a par. Anyway, I watched three episodes. I'm so sorry. All in a day's work, darling. So first episode, she goes to a friend's wedding vow renewal ceremony. Second episode, she goes to a karaoke night with her dream fella, Max. And third episode, she goes on vacation because I guess she's exhausted from not spending any time in her cat cafe and doing nothing at all with the premise. In fact, the writers, I, I believe they require heavy doses of Ritalin. I'm sorry, what? I said Ritalin, for they seem to be suffering from ADHD. Soon as they hit on something that might lead to mirthful cachination, they apparently lose track and, I don't know, start playing on their cellular telephones or something. 
Case in point, in that vacation episode, our hero cat sneaks into a bourbon-tasting conference by pretending to be a reporter what writes about the whiskey. Then she gets drunk on all that fire water. Just not so drunk that anything really comes of it. I, I guess just being kind of drunk, but not too drunk, is funny in and of itself. Naturally, the real reporter shows up, and you figure it'll be a farcical mix-up worthy of a French Boulevard comedy. No. Nah, indeed. Cat just leaves the room, and, well, that pretty much fixes the problem. And through it all, she just keeps smiling, as would you if all your dilemmas were resolved so easily. Now, this cat, she's played by an actor named Mayim Bialik. I guess because Hollywood was fresh out of ladies with good old American names, but I'll forgive her that. Now, this Ms. Bialik, she was quite the thing on a show called The Big Bang Theory, where she played a neuroscientist. Tinseltown typecasting, I guess, since Maya Bialik is herself a Ph.D. in that very subject. Wow! I know. And before that, she was a child actress on a show by the name of Blossom. So here's to you, young lady. A lot of young'uns on the television don't get a doctor in front of their name or make that jump to adult actor, and you did both. Now, Big Bang Theory was a fine ensemble piece where she melded seamlessly and hilariously with the rest of the cast. But this show is, well, how would I describe it? Public shaming. There you go. But has anybody let her know that? We've been trying to avoid her. Well, you don't want to upset the star, I guess. And you have to hand it to her for taking on a role different from the one she played on The Big Bang, i.e. one that isn't funny. Bless your heart. I know what you're really saying, Buster. Open your mouth again and I'll wrestle you and get you in a headlock and hogtie you. This is all homoerotic, no? Nope, just country justice. Now, this show is based on a program called Miranda, which came from that old England and... Me being what in the vernacular is known as a completist, I had Hank show me an episode on the YouTube, courtesy of his laptop computer. Coincidentally, the lady who plays the character Miranda on the show is also in real life named Miranda. So I guess it was just serendipity that she got the part. I'll say right off that upon viewing it, I had two thoughts. First, I thought... very British, aren't you? And where was your great-great-great-granddaddy in 1776? Sorry, it's a knee-jerk reaction. But my second thought, my second thought was that the humor was a bit sharper than in the American show. I mean, I didn't split my sides or nothing, but she was a better physical comedian and allowed the audience to laugh at her narcissism without being so darn cheery all the time. I guess the English don't care so much about being liked and all. Anyway, that's my critique, and I hope there are no hard feelings. Thanks for not judging me. You're welcome, Miss Sarcastic. Next week, I'll be reviewing a motion picture entitled The Marksman, starring Mr. Liam Neeson and featuring a cast of targets. Play me out, Zeke. (laughs) 